welcome everyone to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. And this is an exciting day for That Record Got Me High because Barry, this is the first episode we're doing with me and you and our guest all in the same room since March 7th. So and I figured that's April, May, June, and three and a quarter months. <sighs> since And it's like, look. It's a long time. Yes. And we have a, a special guest in studio, but we're uh, sort of in, we're in his studio. We're at his house. But he's not going to show up, so we got Russell instead. <laughs> yes, let's welcome. <laughs> <laughs> let's welcome Mr. Russell Mosky to the show. Welcome, Russell. What's up? <laughs> Russell's been on the schedule off and on. He has since the inception of the uh, podcast three <laughs> right. years ago. Yeah. I've been pushing it back because I couldn't decide on which album. He's a busy. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. You changed well, your mind like twenty Jay, times. Jay Reeve is going to get to do your record. So Barry, you got mad at me on Facebook because I said I wanted to do the Cocked Out Twins albums too, and you're like, "How about you do your initially proposed albums first, <laughs> which was right before we discuss." It I wasn't mad. I was just. I was just. You're setting the boundaries of the <laughs> fact that we have to run a show and we have a, a list of records that need to be done. And one of those records, that particular record, has theoretically been chosen by someone who yes. uh, hopefully will be a returning guest. Oh, so. but which, by the way, also, uh, side note, Tom Smith messaged me. He was a little annoyed because we did... Uh, we did too, bad. Turn- too bad, Tom. <laughs> Tom <laughs> no, he, a- understood. he totally understood. He wasn't annoyed. I, I, he I, understood. I, he said, no, I know Watt really loves that album and it's fine. He said, but a little heads up would have been nice. And he's right. I should have actually just given Tell him to do up. the first BOC record. We can do all <laughs> no, the great BOC do. records. Tom's will do whatever he, he wants True. and uh, it's fine. He's a, he's a fine I'm man. I'm sure he's... I got other records he likes. He's okay. Uh, Russell... What was the record after Double Live Gonzo? The one... <laughs> <laughs> Scream, scream Dream? <laughs> was that it? Creep? Yeah. Scream Dream? It? Scream Dream? Was that it? My, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, all right. For those of you who don't know, Russell Mofsky is the founding member of beloved South Florida punk band Quit. Right. And the creator and president and CEO of Gold Dust Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't decide what to have to say, but I think that's, that's, that's good. That's, I think, because that's fine. Right. Without I, Russell, there's no Gold Dust Lounge. There you go. Right. Um, so much like uh, Walt Disney with Disney, although Walt Disney died and there's still a Disney World, so <laughs> so there's hope for my cause. Yeah, <laughs> Goldust Lounge. We'll, we'll we'll keep it going for you, Russell. After you have your uh, proverbial uh, nervous breakdown and <laughs> your nineteenth nervous breakdown, I like it in the shed. Happy, uh, happy the to canal. be here. Happy Russell lives. On- Russell lives in an idyllic. Cir- oh, circumstance. Uh, bucolic. It's uh, lovely. On I know. the Miami which, River. What river is that? This <laughs> is the Little River. The which, Little River. Which, which is one of the three natural rivers in the city of Miami. You got the Miami River, the Little River, and then north of us, the Olita River. Yeah. So he lives right on the river. We got a nice view out in his, his patio, the glass windows. I'd say it's the nicest place we've recorded. I, I was just going to say, can we no, do... Not to diss Laser Wolf. Or, or Brian Franklin's house. Or Brian Franklin's house. <laughs> but this is um, pretty Can we do it from boss. here from now on, Russell? Well, maybe, maybe we can work something out with Laser Wolf where you pick up the uh, Pick up the, the beer. beer. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, we'll make we'll make the space available. I'm sure Chris would be fine with that. It's kind of a long drive, though. and I'll just it do is. the housekeeping while you do the deal with the guests. All right, I want to mention that Russell, uh, besides being a fine, upstanding uh, gentleman and a great musician, he is a patron of that record. Got me oh, high. What is pa- patron? What does that mean, Rob? <laughs> well, Barry, let me tell you. Gosh, There's, you can go to a website called Patreon.com forward slash trgmh. 
and become a patron of our show, which is basically yeah. just like a a patron. You're like they used to have that back in the day with like defining a word by saying the word again. It's not defining I know, it. right? Well, I don't know what's patron. <laughs> you just help us out financially. Yes, like but the, for very little, the Medici little. family yeah, exactly. helped out the, all those painters, month, right? Dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, because you see. When I started, is when you would say, just do like $1, $1 a month or something. I think that's what I initially did, and I was like, that's stupid. And so I think I upped it like right no, up to three. You For did. those of you yeah, who right? only do. And, and it's, it's like that, it's such a small amount. That we don't you're, shame those who only do a dollar a month. Yeah. No, so. I shamed myself. Okay. Because, that's I was, because I was getting value out of it and I wanted to contribute more. Well, yeah, I'm looking at Thank where you. you're living. I'm thinking you can afford more Russell's, than a dollar a month. <laughs> no, also, Russell's half Jewish, so he'll, he will shame himself. He'll do <laughs> oh. that. <laughs> what do you mean half? You have. I mean, right? Well, the reality is there's a lot of, uh, these days, there's a lot of, See how he just—he's not going to answer that question. There, he's just oh, what? He's not Jewish because his mom isn't. There's a lot of ca- there's a lot Hitler of- Adolf. Is that what you're saying? Is that what this episode's going to be like? You guys you yell at each other it. and don't let the guests talk. Yes. That's what they're all like. Haven't you listened to the show? Recuperating, we're recuperating from Mike Watt. Mike Watt, <laughs> who Mike, but who obviously is. Um, I, I want to record an, an album with Mike more Watt of an one order, day and orator. Chuck Treese. Mike Watt and Chuck Treese, and I've talked a little bit with Chuck Treese about that. So now I'm putting uh, that out there. And then maybe we can get Tom uh, Bowker in. Chuck Trace should be on this show, too. Wow. What I was was going to say is that that one of the ways that you can actually be helpful, you know, right now is by donating to causes all around. Right. And uh, and so, you know, there's a there you have to make your decision of what it can be. But like, it's good to support in some way. It's nice. And And the more people that do enables enables people to, to support a level that's. You know, doesn't really have a huge financial impact. Of course, and uh, and then it helps. Thank you, Russell. You should. If you're listening to this, you know, you should support. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And whatever Russell said does not necessarily apply to our podcast. But if you'd like it to, that's (laughs) fine. But but the point he's making, I think, is if you're listening to it and a general listener, then maybe you should you could ante up a little. There's a you know what? There's a YouTube channel we watch. These Chinese cooks in China, or it's a Chinese wife and an American guy. Incredible, authentic Chinese cooking videos. Susan saw their Patreon go by, and she said, you know, we, we should do that. And I was like, yeah, yes. so we hit them up. There you go. That's then it. Also, well, we hit up a bunch of typical that's left, what it's all left, about. lefty causes with well, big chunks gonna, of money, too. Really, so. what's going to happen, what it's going to mean for the two of you is that um, if I'm sure all, most of your listeners have opinions, and if, if they're not supporting, you don't have to listen to them at all. They, <laughs> that's true. We do. That's true. If someone messages us some stupid thing, I'm like, oh, they're a patron, though. You know, you yeah, got true, true, true. It does have a <laughs> that certain warrants a, there's, a there's, reply. There's, there's a little there's, cachet. We have one particular patron that could say, "I want to be on next week's show," and you'd be like, "What do you want to do?" Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that's true. That we won't mention him. That person's that. laughing right now. They should, the gold, well, he's going to know who he is. He's the gold standard. And of, also, uh, we should thank our our. Uh, Long suffering sponsor is this tomorrow who just re upped our uh, sponsorship money uh, yes. yesterday afternoon. What did you say, Barry? Upped it? Like made it twice, uh, double what it is now? Re supporting? Oh, okay. A re up is when you, <laughs> I got when, they, when they show up with the drugs. All right, you know, Russell, what are we talking we've about? We've been jabbering. We haven't even mentioned the record that you finally, uh, which I'm really glad you, you did want, pick this one because this is a good record yeah, no, for yeah. you to I, talk about. I'd like it to is. just talk a little bit about that because there's a bunch of records that I was. 
waffling over for like a year. Right. Yeah. And and I knew that like I had I had a list going in a. This is uh, where the bossa nova right, music plays. Yeah. Exactly. And, no, uh, really. <laughs> and I'm so glad that we I didn't rush it because I, I, when I remembered this one, I was like, oh god, the Good perfect, choice. I mean, yeah. perfect one for you to it, talk about. It really because is. Because for those of you who don't know, if you know uh, uh, Russell's uh, uh, project now, Gold Dust Lounge, it is. Prime, not not 100% in, uh, instrumental, but primarily instrumental. Yeah. And it's very uh, soundtrack uh, sweeping, and, and it goes through a lot of different genres. It's not of one genre. Right. And all of this, you could say also about uh, Godspeed You, Black Emperor. Um, Whose album we'll be talking about today. Yes. And how do we pronounce it? Uh, F sharp, A sharp, infinity. Yep. Now, all right, so when is this, did you first discover them from this record, or did you hear about them and they had already had a I heard about after? I heard about Godspeed in, in an end-of-the-year roundup of, of album reviews in Magnet Magazine in 1998. Okay, So nice. it's at some point in 98, um, and, and in the same episode, in the episode, in the same issue, it was Godspeed, F-sharp, A-sharp, Infinity, Calexico had Feast... No, I don't remember which one, and then like Boards of Canada, all three bands, three 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 bands. That's another one um, yeah. I'm claiming right now. Okay, so music has the right to children, but uh, <laughs> um, so this is one really important issue of that magazine, and I I checked out. I went to Newbury Comics. I was living in Boston at the time, 1998, and and got a bunch of albums and CDs. So you know, we we are the album we're talking about today. Uh, I heard on its CD on Cranky Records, so I, I wasn't aware of the history of it prior to that. It does have... It yeah, I mean, it's got a short history, but it, there was a, a different recording. Right. Allegedly. And when, when you try to find information on this record online, there's that always comes up that, about the uh, the Re multiple releases right. and yeah, so forth. Yeah. Because they're not, they're a band, well, not even, can you call them a band? They're or kind a of a collective. collective. Yes, I think they're a collective. Yeah. They have like a core group of, of members and then a bunch of people that come right. in and out. For they had a, So they were together doing this thing. They were all in this, um, it was called the Hotel Two Tango, right? That Which was the studio. It was originally like a performance place, but it ended up being a studio. Well, yeah. that's where, this is similar to the Neutral Milk Hotel thing. Yeah, this is kind of a scene that was in Montreal that ended up spawning groups that have gone on to be huge, like... Uh, I'm trying. What's the what are the, what are they called? They had the the neighborhood, um, the suburbs. Sorry, <laughs> the, the, oh, neighbor, um, the neighborhood. Um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Arcade Fire. Fire. Arcade, Arcade Fire. Fire. I think okay. Arcade Fire. Yeah. Bro broken social scene. Um, there was a that that or that was all kind of percolating in Montreal at the time, and and Godspeed was early in that. I think. Right. So you, so at this point in 1998, you're listening to this. Were you doing the, your um, adventures in tourism at that time? Were you still going to music school? No, I was done with school. I had already moved to New York, not like New York, and moved back to Boston. And uh, and so I was I was I, I was probably living with Addie Burns. Ah, from Hi, Quit, Addie. fellow Quit member. I think we were we were living together. Also, it was just after that period, but it was around that time when Addie was in Boston. Addison isn't going to listen to this episode, but go ahead. <laughs> and um, and or or maybe after. I mean, it was around that. It was right. It was. But her, but so this. But did this have an effect on you? Yeah, this uh, was this was before I had the proper band, Adventures in Tourism in Boston. Right. So, but but this album. 
definitely was one of one of several that really kind of set a trajectory for the direction my music was going to take. It was yeah. It was something that I think I was already leaning towards and didn't really have a guide to and didn't know how to do it on my own. And and then hearing Godspeed and Calexico and Boards of Canada, like all of that gave you know was opened opened up your mind a lot to of, where a lot. And it's me. We were discussing this the other day how sometimes we get bogged down with like genres of music and it's like and yeah. It, but but it's cool that we as a show we could do you know one week we'll do some punk band sure. with these short two minute songs. Yep. And this, for those of you who don't know, it's not like we're going to say, oh, listen to this song. Listen to this song with yeah, that. Song. We're not going to be able to listen to the songs that on this is, one. I have, I have clips way. that we're going to listen to, but this is, uh, Godspeed You, their records are something to be, it, it, it's not like you're going to have a quick listen to. It's something you're going to have some time put aside, right. and you're going to immerse yourself in right. it. And uh, but it's uh, reward. There's rewards to it because it's not. It's like it sounds on uh, 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 just on paper. They sound like the most uh, pretentious band ever. Well, so I think the best way to describe it is it's sort of like you're. This is like a, a soundtrack. Yeah. There's no film. Right. So you you know you yeah. you imagine I, the film. I agree with that. Yeah. And and yeah. Um, so where did the name come from? No idea. Was no, who I didn't ever care about to look at that. I mean, I couldn't. Be <laughs> I did. I did. I looked it up. It, it's it's from some film, uh, like some a Japanese, a, a Japanese. It's from a Japanese. Film. Film. Yeah. Oh, exactly. right. Yakuza like, film or a Japanese. You know, right. Was it Barry, Kurosawa? Look at Barry Brown. No, not no. Kurosawa. But it is he didn't something. Make yeah, Yakuza films. Yeah, but that's actually. I it actually was read the Wikipedia. I did too. <laughs> but I did that much earlier in the pandemic. <laughs> ah, yeah, okay. So uh, you could call it experimental music, but it's experimental music that manages to be, at times, it's really beautiful oh, yeah. and emotional, too. I get emotional when I listen yeah. to this. Yeah. Well, it's it's got a, it's got a um, post-apocalyptic. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's strangely um, time, timely. Oh, it is, yeah, you know? especially now. When I'm listening to it, revisiting it, and listening to it, it's like, oh, my God, it really is timely. Yep, it's great. And the great textures and great... Uh, spaces, spaces. It's sort of a. It just creates a sort of space. For there's you. one point in the third piece. If you're going by the CD tracks, there's a 29 minute uh, third track. Uh, Providence. Right? During which there, like two thirds of the way through, there's just five minutes of silence. Yeah, right. which if you're not aware of. You're not aware of you. It's you may di- think it's done. Yeah, but you know what? It, it's great. It's awesome though because it's like See? they have their and they have some parts that are just so quiet they're almost silent. But it's just like I said; it's something you have to immerse yourself in, take time with. Hey, it's Iggy Pop in a boat out on the river. He, he lives oh, okay. on the street. He lives two blocks from here. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's, I thought it's, you meant the album was Iggy Pop in a no, boat. On no. the, Iggy Pop's actually it's out not, on the boat. For those for people. those individual, Rob's back is to the river. And Barry can't and I see. can, and I can't see. But I'm so oblivious. Even if Iggy Pop was in a boat on the river, I probably wouldn't. He's climbing out of the water. So, see, I imagine him into a gondola, and he's the one who's you know he's pushing it along. So I first discovered them actually later. I had heard about Godspeed You, Black Emperor, but it wasn't anything that sounded sort of uh, interesting to me, I guess. But uh, the movie uh, 28 Days Later. Oh, had, yeah. Um, yeah, from Speaking 2002. Of, right. So director Danny Boyle said he, he fashioned his movie around Godspeed You, Black Emperor. He's a fan. I didn't know that. And he loved their music. But I love that movie, so. Yeah, all right. So the begin, towards the beginning, when he's walking through the desolate area, <laughs> there's uh, East Hastings on here. There's bits of that. Okay. But listen how badass these guys are. So he had to, be- he had to beg them to, to let them put... Originally, he wanted them to do the whole soundtrack, and they said no. But then he finally talked them into just get, letting them use some of the music for this scene, 
But if you go to get, which I did, I went out, to, oh, I, I, I love that, and I found out, oh, God, that's Godspeed, you Black Emperor. I went to get the soundtrack. It's not on the soundtrack because they would not allow them to put it <laughs> oh, on the soundtrack. Really? Wow. Because they have a problem with, you know. Commercialization uh, of their. They're, they're, yes. they're quite militant in their approach. Um, you know, they. they they're gonna, they, are they going to get after us for doing this? They, no, I mean, they, <laughs> oh, that's what they awesome. appear militant <laughs> in the statements they release. They're really cryptic. Yes. And, uh, and. And I think that they, it's quite possible that, uh, you know, I mean, I remember like in years prior to when I heard this record, li- like living in New York, like I spent some time, uh, once upon a time, like a month with some friends who were squatting in Williamsburg at a time way before Williamsburg was a thing. And they were all artists and musicians with just, you know, an un- unheated, illegally occupied old warehouse. And... Uh, these folks were really militant. They were active and and wanted to activate others with art and music and their political ideas. And and so I, I can see, and from what I know of Godspeed, and I I think I was hearing about them like they they were they were making a choice. They were not going to pay rent. They were going to live someplace. They were going to you know do do their. They did not believe in the system and the way things right. were and and so they really felt that their music was that was how they were going to address it they were going to make right. a statement with the music which some people roll i could i could feel some people rolling their eyes with that but no this is they're showing you they're not just talking to the talk they're walking the walk because they had a chance to cash in to be on a right. soundtrack and sure. they said no thanks you know yeah. no so i mean that right there kind of shows you whatever if you think oh these guys are ridiculous all right so the main the three uh, the founders are Ephraim Manuk, uh, Mauro uh, Pezente, and Mike Moya. Those are the three main guys. But uh, according to Manuk, uh, joining, uh, like in the early days, joining the group was quite simple. He said, it was like if anyone knew anybody who played an instrument and seemed like an okay person, they would join up. <laughs> cool. Right. So, the, yeah. When, and it wasn't like that a That rules small out group. most of our friends, yeah, yeah. though. Yeah, we couldn't do that because that rules out most of the people at we the, know. At, yeah, yeah. The okay person. <laughs> yeah. You get to, oh. Yeah, Russell has a hard time finding people. <laughs> at, at the... At the uh, at their smallest core, they're like nine people. Right. Wow. Yeah. Well, they they kind of they they kind of honed it down when they originally were approached by uh, Constellation Records, who put out a lot of their earlier records. Was Constellation that put out the? They did like a limited edition of like three hundred records, I think, and they put them together. They they honed, they had like fifteen. So members. I'm guessing that that re-record. That there's a two versions of this album, and one is on vinyl, and it came out in '97 on right. Constellation. On Constellation, and then one is on CD. Is it also on Constellation? No, cranky. cranky. Chicago. So that tells you that may, there may have been some concern with the constellation arrangement. Well, uh, I I don't know because I think some of those people are actually still affiliated, and I'm I'm wondering. I yeah. need to do some research, but I'm wondering if I haven't done so, an if, A B on the two things. I'm wondering you can, if you listen to them. If but. one of those core members was also w- involved with constellation. Oh yeah, I, I, I think, think so. And I, and I don't, yeah, I don't think there's any like uh, bad blood. No, I don't no. think it, it wasn't like a SST situation. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kirkin wasn't involved yeah, in the label. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think that there was smoked all the profits. You know, I th- like when you read the lore of this album, um, and there was a cassette that preceded it of which there were like 30 or 33 copies um it's probably on archive.org if you go look the the uh you know the kind of 
were not is that they they you know they were doing something that people were noticing. I mean, they're doing something really different, right? Um, and I think um, I read a review on Amazon that made a really good point, like of comparison with OK Computer, which came out in '97, right? Right, and and how um, the like if 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 OK Computer had sort of a self obsessed like uh, vibe that like it was it was self conscious that this was the opposite that this was like li- let's light it all on light it all on fire oh, okay oh okay all right <laughs> this all sounds so pretentious that's why before all right I want to start getting into listening to some uh, parts of this thing but first I want to put there there's there's a great movie uh, a pineapple express Seth Rogen and in it he's got like he's a little older but he's got a girlfriend that's still in high school and and he's breaking up with her and he talks about her going to college and he just throws out got, and I just uh, got to play this little clip just because it's really what the fuck does that mean it means that you are going to go to college next year you'll get into Godspeed you black emperor and the fucking shit and you'll blow a bunch of dudes and you'll become a lesbian and I'll be here in fucking Clark County doing shit all. You're going to dump me, so fuck it. Have a good time. A lesbian? Fuck you, Dale. You never didn't like me anyway, did you? A lesbian, yeah. <laughs> right. Just, Not the blowing a bunch of dudes. That wasn't a problem. Right. Or <laughs> yeah, the guy, right. Or, right. Yeah, that's what offended her. Right. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into uh, this thing. Uh, so I guess the theme... Obviously, the theme of this record is what apocalypse, like the apocalypse, like apocalypse, yes, and, Western and transformation, and, and and it's amazing how much. Even if you, no one told you that, just listening to it, you would pick that oh, all yeah. up. Oh, just yeah. in the first thirty seconds before the voice starts, you oh, already, you, yes. you already know something's gone wrong. All right, so this this bit, uh, the introduction, uh, has got some uh, uh, dialogue for, from an unfinished screenplay by the guitarist Ephraim Manuk. And, uh, and who's the voice? Did we? Uh, it, they never. You never say. Someone who was acting, I guess, in his. Someone film. with a really good voice. Good and, voice. And yeah, a little Cana- sure. French Canadian accent. Listen. The car's on fire, and there's no driver at the wheel, and the sewers are all muddied with a thousand lonely suicides, and a dark wind blows. The government is corrupt, and we're on so many drugs with the radio on and the curtains drawn. We're trapped in the belly of this horrible machine, and the machine is bleeding to death. The sun has fallen down, and the billboards are all leering. And the flags were all dead at the top of their poles. It went like this. The buildings toppled in on themselves. Mothers clutching babies picked through the rubble. He sounds Mexican to me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you, I think that guy's got a Mexican accent. Oh, okay. Um, 
Oh, just but the all right. So what he's saying, yeah. As much as it seems, you know, just the fix your mic. Fix your, you turn it towards you and get closer. <laughs> all right, all right. No, aim it down because you hunch down. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Now can talk. I, can I take a sip of my coffee now? Yeah, you do what you want. I need some more coffee, too. I feel like so. I need some papers here just to be shuffling yeah. them like they do on like late night well, TV. Yeah, right. All right. So, you get, so, Russell, let me ask you. You get this You get this for the first time. You get this CD. Did you get it right away? Oh, yeah. You did. No All doubt. right. You, you, yeah, you, I'm you, sure I listened <laughs> to the whole thing right away. Right, right. It's, and, uh, oh, yeah, it's very appealing what, to listen to. If you're in the right mood, it's it, really that's super it. appealing. It yeah. is, yeah. yeah. And, and it's something that, like I said, on paper, it just sounds so pretentious and like, oh, what is well, this? I love the name. The name is what draw, drew me in. I, frankly, I'm not very... I don't know very much about the band, and I haven't listened to them, but I do remember the name, and I think the person who told me about it was um, Buffalo Brown, a.k.a. Plenty of Sanchez. Oh, okay. And um, he was hip enough to be listening to it back in the 90s, because that's when I first met him. So I could totally picture him listening Enjoying to it this and, and listening to yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And you too as well, Russell, obviously. Um, if I wasn't an idiot, I would have listened to it a lot more as well. Because now I'm hearing it this week, I'm like, God damn, what the fuck is wrong with? Well, me? that's a side benefit of this gig for you is that you, you all get to be turned yeah. on. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, right. absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so that's like, so I guess on the CD they did have it separated in movements because I guess in the original they uh, did. LP they didn't. I didn't. The, the I original LP is two sides, right? It's two like, sides, exactly. and 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 so and the CD has a lot more material, so it was extended either. You know, somehow they either had the more recordings that they were able to add to it, but they made it different. And I think there was a conscious effort. To, I mean, they well, they knew that the CD was going to hold more music, and they wanted to make it different. But there was, there was, you know, I don't think it was an easy relationship, even with Cranky. No, yeah, I don't. You're right. Yeah, exactly. I don't think any relationship with this. Oh, they were they were horrified with, by the, C, the actual CD the way it looked. Like they called it a monstrosity. Really? You because know, yeah, because they liked well, because they liked how they did the 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 vinyl record. They put it together themselves, and they, they put made their it. Own. They made it themselves. They printed it themselves. They right. they they would uh, okay. they would so put, they just got they this would put, jewel they, case. they would put pennies on the railroad. Yeah. Tracks and gets to get smashed by a train yeah. and include and, that and in include the bunch. Yeah, and they cool. would just like I got a bunch like, of I got like a bunch of those. No two no two <laughs> copies of the original uh, records were exactly the same in terms yeah. of what was in there. In terms right. of like weird little so art probably just the fact them seeing themselves mass produced was already offensive to them. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but one of the things that we lost in that is that one of the movements on the record is called Dead Matheny. And <laughs> like M E T H E N Y, like like the guitarist Pat oh, Metheny. I think it has to have something to do with that. I mean, I was wondering that because I saw that title. It's a fairly unusual. That was interesting. Name. All right, so let's so we get slow. Uh, so on the CD, it, it, this is all part of the uh, Dead Flag Blues, is which they call the first, right. I guess, movement. We'll say, and this part, uh, slow moving trains, the cowboy. You get this the, these industrial sounds, trains, and then it goes into kind of Western theme melody, which I I think you're influenced by this because I listening to this, I'm going, I'm sure that reminds me of. Gold Dust Lounge a little. All right, but let's listen to this little uh, little bit of the uh, second movement.
you just get like goosebumps, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, soundtrack, especially you know when you when you've heard like the eight minutes of of everything that. That's that it. Yeah, there's that. only so right, much yeah. we're gonna do. We're not. We it's funny, you know. You know, weird is that that uh, just with that cue, it I, all of a sudden I hadn't thought about this band in a long time, but I thought about the band Bedhead, which was uh, the Kadan Brothers from from somewhere in Texas, and they're sure. Core. Whatever you say, Russ. You could say anything, and we would <laughs> not ask. Yeah, I'm not. Well, Barry, I figured maybe Barry heard of but I, I never did. Thought, maybe because <laughs> they were pioneers of like this slow core bands, like Low. Oh, okay, and, okay, uh, okay, and. Um, but in, yeah, in you, the mid '90s, late but, '90s. But this isn't—I know—it's it, almost unfair in a way playing clips from it because it's, you're taking it away from the whole. Because it is definitely a, well, a I'll theme. be able to um, help out with that somewhat by I can, you know. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be that record right now without Rob's phone well, making a little. Time to take, it's a time to take your medicine. As long as it's not the AD, ACDC song, <laughs> it's, time, it's time for Russell to take his, his meds. Yeah, <laughs> put that back on me. I know. <laughs> Well, me, come on. Does anyone not think that uh, any of us could be on meds? <laughs> True. <laughs> any of us. Um, uh, yeah, so anyway, this, uh, like I said, we're, we're playing bits from this, but uh, there's just so much, there's just, there's so much, but it's also not like everything takes its time in getting there, which is part of the, yeah, the beauty of another it. Another way of thinking about this album is that if, you know, like for me, I was thinking about this ahead of this taping is that, I grew up with punk rock, but by the time I was 17, I was also listening to jazz and classical music, which, and especially orchestral music being like long form, like there was a narrative. I mean, right. it just developed in its own time period that way. And this music is a lot like that. And, uh, and so I almost th- think of it as almost like, it's more like, like well, you know, there's elements that we think of like classical yeah, I music. Agree. Just yeah. in terms of scope and or- orchestral and and arrangements and correct. scope, it's a really precisely arranged so when they, album. When they would go and play this stuff live, and I was assuming that that was something that happened. Did and did you ever get to see them? I did. I saw them. I mean, after this album came out, uh, it might have been in '99. Whenever this was, if it was in '98 or '99, I saw them at the Somerville Theater in Somerville, Massachusetts, which right. is a you know beautiful old theater and sold out show and. And I went by myself. There was I didn't. It was like a this probably right before I no met the friends. met the friends met cut, the friends that I was start. No friends. I had right? no friends. Then. <laughs> well, that's I was, sad. It was just before I met my friend Tom Royal. Uh, so. I don't think that's not a good idea to go to a Godspeed you well, show just alone. I, I was going to go. You know, <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, sure. I think Kristen well, well, and Kristen had to, heard uh, the record, and she was like, uh, "I'm not going to that." I wanted to find out. <laughs> Like what it what the live experience was like. Well, there's a, it was, obviously I can go on YouTube and find that they out. Were, but they were really into that. Was their 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 forte was live. They, yeah, they yeah, wanted they, to be a live band and they and a touring band. The uh, the uh, recordings were almost more like you know the the live is what they felt. Yeah, they, they were. They made the point actually that uh, that as they were playing that they they felt that in Montreal when they got their start they knew who was they knew everybody at the show yes yes and 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 they knew why they were doing it and the people that were there to see it knew why they were doing it right and then there's that article that was in the or interview from the wire from the from 2000 I was reading that yeah, yeah where they said that one of the one of the things they really struggled with as they got as they grew in popularity was that then they would play for 700 or 1000 people who just went woo Exactly. Yeah, and and, and like <laughs> like to the, like they couldn't. They had a really hard time processing like the audience reaction 
relative to their motivations for making the music. Right, which is elitist, a little bit of an elitist attitude that it's a totally elitist it's, It reminds me of, it does remind that me does. of, you it know, <laughs> sort of the things that, the kind of the attitudes of people when we were, you know, living in Athens, Georgia. It's got a college town and feel of people who you can commit yourselves to these things that are very... Um, Idealistic. Uh, correct. And then, but when you try to bring it to, you know, you do have to cope with, I think, uh, you know, Neutral Milk Hotel going out and p- doing this night after night. They probably had the same. Uh, right. Uh, like, oh, I have to be emotive. I have to make this emotive music night after night. And some nights it's just going to be part A, part yeah. B, yeah. and part C. And they go and they know, like, these people, this is what they, whatever, they don't even know. They heard of us. They heard we were cool. So, of course, when we, when our songs get to this crescendo and end they're gonna go woo but it's like did they really get all the shit we did before (laughs) also I'm gonna flat out tell you with music like this there's gonna be some or more than one idiot talking yeah yes. through the whole thing that's right and who just needs to have the shit slapped out of them right but not, it's not gonna happen they're just gonna continue jabbering right like you can hear like some of the most famous one of the most famous jazz recordings of all time you're gonna say is it the Bill, Bill Evans, Evans at the yeah. Village Vanguard I love how Russell knew what you're the, you're the cash register, register. You're you can everybody hear the talking. fucking clanking glasses and the most some of the most beautiful music that's ever been recorded it put on tape is being recorded and there's some fucking guy there's ice glasses jibbering <laughs> some guy <laughs> took a took his girl on a date oh yeah they have sure. no idea who this fucking pianist is I heard this guy's good he's a junkie uh, yeah. but he's good yeah. you know uh, Bill Evans you know my, my brother you know, well, you know he owes my brother some money so poor guy wanted to go on a date alright let's listen this is the last uh, little I just want to play a little more of the uh, dead, this is the Dead Flag uh, Blues this is a little outro because it's got some uh, a glockenspiel which I love to just say glockenspiel so I want to do that spiel and, uh, glockenspiel spiel. and some uh, violin and slide and it's just really beautiful so let's listen to a little bit of this So let's take uh, let's take a little break. Uh, we'll take a little break. We'll uh, refill our coffee. This is a lovely Sunday afternoon. We're sure doing is. this, and we're going to talk a little more about the record. And then Russell and Barry are going to make a little music for Here you we guys. Go. We got a little. Uh, we watch Russell's cat kill lizards in the backyard. Can... <laughs> oh, yeah, we got one. There we got, you got some, one. Some live uh, spur of the moment uh, music that's going to come. Uh, we'll be back in a minute with more of Russell Mofsky and Godspeed You Black Emperor. We'll be back in a minute. Is this tomorrow the sponsor of that record got me? Hi, the show you're listening to right now 
in case you had forgotten, is the sole surviving remnant of an ancient dynasty of satirical comics, stretching back to the time of the first pharaohs. The lineage was begun with a gifted hieroglyphic engraver, whose name is lost to history, but who left several lines of engraved stone that caused Pharaoh Nama to smile, and then commute the death sentence of 3000 captured Nubians. Zoom forward 5000 years, and our fully indoctrinated humorists, Woody and Kelly, carve out 8 panels of side eye each week, skewering the dissembling, lies, falsehoods, misrepresentations, gaslighting, and propaganda that is constantly presented to the zombified wreckage of the populace of the United States. They're like reverse Godzilla. Each new panel is a monstrous footstep lifted out of the remnants of our society, leaving behind fresh, undestroyed buildings, schools, churches. No, not churches. They stay smashed. But you get the drift. Visit and bring your sacrificial offerings to the holy temple of satirical comics. Is this tomorrow? Dot com. All hail Thoth. Is this tomorrow? Dot com. All right, you guys ready? Ready. Yeah. All right, we are back. This is That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That's Rob Elbow. And we're here talking to our dear friend, Russell Mofsky, about a record that definitely got him metaphorically high back in the day, right, I would say. Pretty stoked. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Godspeed, you black emperor. All right, so the second movement, the East Hastings. And the name of the record is, we should repeat in case everyone forgot. F sharp, A sharp, infinity. infinity. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> Three symbols. <laughs> you should have, they should have had a commercial back in the day. And now the new record. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to have to... They didn't Lick have copy my and, they decals have, off, baby. You have to copy and paste. You have to type infinity sign and then copy uh, yeah. and paste it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I couldn't even figure out how to do that. I yeah. guess there's one there somewhere. Sometimes um, I just use an eight and fuck it. So uh, this exactly. part, the second part, exactly. a little movement in this East Hastings, the sad mafioso, is the parts that I've heard, first heard in 28 Days Later that's in that movie. So uh, let's listen to a little bit of...
not knowing the film or if you haven't seen it, you you picture you're getting like a whole you're getting yeah. you know. Uh, well, I'm sure someone's done a thing where they watch the film and it's like with a with a, we watch. Um, um, Are you going to say Wizard of Oz? Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and I knew he was going to with Pink Floyd. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> It's fun yeah. to do at a party. Yeah. But, um, you know, just it's so cinematic and it's so, emo- like I said, for me, it's very, emo- I get emo- so much emotion from just the music, you know, and it's not, you know, that's not an accident, right? No. And, you know, and listening back to it now, I also recognize that this was an independently made do-it-yourself, basically a home recording in a loft somewhere. Right, you know, right. like you, you, you hear the sound of those instruments, not the production yeah, around sure. them. Yeah, yeah, and, and so you know, and that's another reason why I love that. I, I love. Well, it. I and think that the production definitely, you know, and if any member of Godspeed You Black Emperor hears this and they start screaming at the, it's okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I hear in, in French. <laughs> I hear shades of Quebecois, um, shades of Bad Moon Rising, Sonic Youth, and also Evil Sonic Youth mm-hmm. that. The space and the way the space sounds um, with that echoey, that was their, that was a thing they did for a while that they sort of tossed away when they did Sister, um, which was after Evolve. Yeah. But, um, you know, that Martin BC had this big space in New York where he recorded that stuff. And uh, I hear that in there for sure. And also some, maybe some Savage Republic, which was uh, um, an LA sort of collective that was from the 80s and did. Similar kinds of things. Um, I know them only by name. Yeah, yeah, so, me too. Yeah. That's, all right, I'll check that out. That's cool. All right, so obviously these things build and build, and we're not going to play ten minutes of it here. You can just you got to go listen to it yourself. But let me just let's just listen to a little more of the outro when it's uh, this this builds so much into the outro, and let's just listen to a little bit more. And, and, you know, it, it, it's the sound of people, however many people, like 10 people all together in, in this, like you said, in this big loft space, this yeah, open a, space. Like at least three guitar players. You've got the drummer. There's a crew of people playing cello and violin. Yes, and, yes. Um, yeah, right, right, right. And then, right. I mean, there's, it's there's, effect, there's it's horns. It's very there's, effective. Yeah, yeah. yeah like you hear there's like there. trombones yeah, yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah. like on the record, and uh, the, like the glockenspiel, you heard there's some parts that are very... Like circusy and yeah, obviously quaint. it's organized. They they may there may be a collective atmosphere, but you know it's not. There's not you know some guy, you know playing some something stupid in there that, <laughs> to, to pull really, you out of the pull you out of the it's right, really right. tightly scene. arranged. I mean, there's there nobody is soloing on this record, they're, right? They're, yeah, yeah. They're all 
you know, arranged parts. And uh, and and then there's some. Yeah, that I are, muted are, all my solos. They're mixed. <laughs> <laughs> they're mixed. Uh, you know, you can really hear them. Like I'm, I mean, I'm hearing them. Right. right. So this one. Hopefully so it, end, uh, it ends. It ends. Had out. this cool wah pedal I was using. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any wah on this. <laughs> no, no wah. Um, so there's some more towards the end of this thing. There's some more dialogue snippets, uh, and they me- and mentioning like a a large barge with a radio antenna tower on it. So that's, a cool that's part. Yeah, right. yeah, I mean, it's just they, they just paint these pictures of and 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 it's just it's, it's devoid just, it really of is awesome. devoid of like conventional lyrics. The the. The sound bites that they use, you know, are, are they help kind of paint the picture? Right, exactly. Of, they they take the place of that, yeah. which which is cool because it just shows there's other ways to get um, ideas across than just like a you melody have, and a lyric. You don't, you don't have to, you know, sing abstract lyrics. You can just write some words down or find them. They clipped a lot of stuff from movies. There's a they and they also used other um, like it's almost like these it's like field recordings. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Right, right. There's there's an instance of them I think using a like a dis, like Hazel Dickens. Yeah, well that's coming up. Let's listen. So like, this is Providence. That's in the last thing. The yeah. Providence uh, is the final thing. Uh, yes, I will. Yeah, there's a collage element to this music where, where in terms of it's almost like. You know, you can imagine them playing to these films. Yes, exactly. And, exactly. Uh, exactly. That's, that's of our, yeah. Yep. So let's listen to the beginning. Uh, you got some more creepy dialogue and some and some looping sounds. Let's listen to a little bit. The end of the world the, the preacher man says it's the end of time. He says that America's rivers are going dry. The interest is up. The stock market's down. You guys got to be careful walking around here this late at night. This no, we don't, ma'am. I'm sorry. This is this this is the perfect place to get jumped. But do you think the end of the world is coming? No. So says the preacher man, but I don't go by what he says. Was that Barry? Was that was that like New England? Reach him in. Yeah, something like yeah. <laughs> Carnival, a carny. Listen to this. Sounds l- like a listen carny. Listen to this. What I, I I have to imagine that they two tickets for two dollars. They had all the people playing, but when it came time to editing and mixing this, I don't think more than one or two people exactly. Had, oh had, yeah, yeah, had, right, right. Had you know there, yeah. that was a creative thing going on. So you know the sessions that produced this. Are separate are, from are different from the the, yeah. the edited piece. Well, I was listening to these. Uh, I came up in the Watt episode. These Miles Davis session reels, where you can go on. They're on. You know, they're part of box sets. But you can hear them on Spotify. You just type in Miles Davis session reel, and it's him. It's the entire process that goes into making these songs that you think are just one take jazz masterpieces from the 1960s that you go, wow, you know. Turns out, Miles was 
they were editing, they were chopping and oh, slicing and, and dicing, together, which yeah. he was known to do in the electric period. But it turns out the acoustic period, they do the same thing. There's like, oh, there's that bit from there. And then all of a sudden, oh, wait a second. Hold on. I thought that was... And then Miles is talking. So there's one... You know, somebody's the mastermind here, or maybe more than one, but... Yeah, not ever. All nine people yeah. or twelve people are standing in the not that control dude playing room, the uh, a clock and spiel, the, right? The, well, obo, and, the oboe player. And when I saw them live, you know, they they didn't interact with the audience one bit in the way in a miles very miles kind right, of way. Right, right, like, right. They right. just came out there, didn't say anything. No, hello, they, Boston. They <laughs> played, did their performance. The merch. You make sure you visit the merch table. <laughs> Take care of those bartenders. <laughs> They did their thing. Right. I don't remember so much about it. I mean, other than that, it was intense. Yeah. Well, I've seen. I've seen some videos. I've seen the guitar players are in chair, sitting in chairs. Yeah. Playing. yeah sure. And uh, yeah, but it's just uh, it's cool. All right. So Ted, so they take some drugs Metheny, to, to paralyze their legs before the show. So Russell, that part you said, Ted Metheny, it is still listed as this as a CD track. I have no idea what. Pat Metheny sounds like, but let's listen to a little bit of it, and you tell me if it sounds any way like uh, Pat Metheny at all. Metheny. Metheny, dead Metheny. They just wanted him dead. <laughs> I don't know why, though. He's, he's kind of cool. He's really cool. Really? Yeah, he is. Not his hair, but his music. That's all I know is the hair. There's one Metheny track that is kind of mind-blowing, actually. It sounds it's like Sonic Metheny. <laughs> That's all right. Song X with uh, Ornette Coleman. Well, that That's one, pretty, yeah. It's pretty intense. Oldfieldish there a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's just uh, Exorcist, Tubular Bells. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Odd time signature. Um, a nod to prog rock. Yes. Yeah, so oh the, yeah. This that's in here for sure. I mean, there's a King Crimson track called Providence that they recorded live in Providence, Rhode Island. So you know, anytime you do a song called Providence, it's like oh yeah, okay, you heard that too. So. Um, the uh, yeah, the, so the next part of this, there is some of that you you were saying. Uh, it's like some woman with her voice distorted singing Hazel uh, Gathering. What is that? Gathering Storm, which is Hazel Dickens. Hazel Dickens. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there's that in there, and then there's kind of like a militaristic like um, uh, thing that builds that builds up. Um, uh, that's pretty cool. Let's uh, let's listen to it.
in this part, we're already late in the record. Yes. And this has a much more triumphant feel to it. Yes. So, so if we start with the city's on fire and the cars are burning and everybody's so many drunk suicides in their lonely apartments, then here I feel like the people have come outside and are starting yeah. like they've 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 they're acting in a more self-possessed non-brainwashed fashion at least that's what i'd hope kind of triumphant, like that's what, a little kind more of triumphant like, kind of like what i hope happens in our own country oh yeah good in, luck with know, that in the next, <laughs> over this period of time yeah, i was thinking more the, the aliens with the flamethrowers are making their way through the city <laughs> that's, it's from the point of view of the aliens that would be equally triumphant just from so, a different from perspective perspective yes <laughs> also, I get a, there's some Philip Glass in this that is um, in the repeated figures and the odd time signatures. Oh definitely. yeah, because it'd be, it'd be interesting to watch like Koyana Scotty or Baraka or some of those films mm-hmm. and turn off that music and listen, listen to, to this. this. Yeah, sure, <laughs> oh, it would work. I'm sure it would so. work. Yeah, yeah it would. Um, yeah. So then you have that, as Russell mentioned, the uh, the untitled silence. <laughs> Right, <laughs> which is—is which is it is, really silent or is, is there? No, just, it is. It I is. listened to it again last night. Yeah, if you and, have it jacked, and I it's made, really quiet. I made the the. I've decided like, all right, when I get to the sound part, I'm going to just fast forward today because I mean I have listened to it before, but uh, there was other stuff I was trying to do. Right, and then I got interrupted. I mean, I didn't take my headphones off, and I was Oops. replying to an email and and not paying attention, and then the music started again very yes. suddenly. <laughs> yes, the uh, not alarmingly, but it was just like, oh yeah, oh, I got through it. Yeah. Right. Well, the all right. So let's. Uh, this is the end of the thing. You got that silence, and then you have the JLH outro, which is what's JLH stand for? Uh, a John Lee Hooker. That's right. Oh, yeah. that's really? right. It's a raucous coda named after they, they right. say is named after John Lee Hooker. So let's listen right. to a little bit of the coda of the record. out so bleak and uh, apocalyptic like the world's over but it's like and then ends in a jam because <laughs> that's where really where so it was I, was a, I was just looking up that like I was thinking about Mogwai and I, and I think about post-rock because I think that that term post-rock came around the time of these albums and um, and so Mogwai was like at least on Wikipedia says that they they formed in 95 and that Godspeed Originated in '94, so they're roughly probably within a quarter a year, of a century within, old. Now. Within a, within a year of each other, right, right. right. And uh, 
makes me wonder if through the mail or other means back then they were able to, or just hearing each other's music. Where was... Mogwai was in Scotland. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, they're really cool, too. I love that. But more, Mogwai took more and put it a little more traditional yeah. song structures, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still uh, very inventive instrumental stuff. And yeah, great. Uh, and they also have these these long... Um, well, the, I would say that about this record is that it's a very, like, the it's a very patient record. So Yes, yes, yes. Like, obviously, no one's... No, none of the playing is hurried, which um, is something that's just kind of a skill because I'm a naturally impatient person. So for me to do something that had this kind of sound would be very difficult. <laughs> that, because that three minutes of silence, you would have gone I'm, insane. I'm, <laughs> I just am. I'm an impatient person. I drink, you know, I drink tons of coffee, and that's just how I live. So, but I enjoy stuff like this because it's not—it's totally something that I can't. It gives you do. a glimpse into something uh, exactly different. that yeah. I can't do. You know, right, if, I, right. if I sit down and do something, I, you know, it's like three minutes and we're done. It's like, are we done yet? You know, so yeah. you're uh, you're you're I mean, good with I'm the pain. The you're better with it, right? Like, yeah, I keep, yeah, you're I good. Keep trying to go farther and farther before I play a note. Yeah, uh, right. And okay. you are good at that. Well, it's a different approach, right? But uh, yeah. all right. Well, speaking of approach, thank Russell once again. Thank you yes, for this was finally a very, picking a record. This yeah. was yeah. I don't think this is one. I don't think you were the best guy to do this uh, for sure. Oh yeah, this um, very uh, off the uh, off the grid type. Uh, you know, release definitely. They're not for everyone, but uh, I would say that most of the people that probably listen to this show would enjoy. And get some. Oh yeah, I think so. Some, I agree. Some, I agree. Really enjoy sitting and listening. Because mostly smart people listen to us. Well, well also so. the idea of this show is that the records are going to—they're hopefully good records. I know. I know we're going to give a pass to Juan Montoya and Van Halen. No, oh, I'm man, just kidding. Juan, I'm just kidding. How dare you? Fair warning. It's a great record. Um, that's the best. No, Van that Halen is record. the best Van Halen record. <laughs> um, but you know. They're all good records, so you know you guys. Are, you guys day. are creating a catalog of really good records it, to find. My stuff theory out is about. that you know they're gonna they're gonna burn this onto a hard drive and put it and send it out into space, and that's gonna be it. It'll be like <laughs> the, for the aliens to there find. You go. That sounds good. All right, so now uh, we're going to uh, give up the, the mics uh, in a sense, and uh, Russell Mofsky, Barry Stock are going to just make some music for you guys to enjoy and uh, hopefully... Or not. Well, or yeah. maybe maybe nine minutes of silence. We'll see. Whatever maybe, they're yeah, in the mood. Right. But uh, Russell, once again, thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Real quick, I'm going to do the outro now. Next week... Now, Barry... Uh, me and Barry, uh, you may notice me and Barry speak at the show, but we don't speak that much <laughs> aside from the show. We text each other once in a while. Correct. So, Richard... Metzger is the next host. Now, is this Richard? Met- is this the host of TV show Disinformation and currently the host of online talk show uh, Dangerous Minds? Well, he's the Dangerous Minds. He's the website. Dangerous Minds that's him. guy, yes. Richard yes. Metzger. Wow, that's, that's, awesome. that's well, awesome. We we interact on Twitter a lot. He has uh, a very small, oddly, a very small Twitter following, but he's on there all the time, and I'm always responding to his stuff. Right. So I just said, hey, do you want to come on the show? And and, uh, and he picked a, kind of an unusual pick, I guess. A Jefferson Airplane? I've never heard of this. I've heard of Jefferson Airplane. After Bathing it's a, at Baxter's. It's probably their best album. Really? So, yeah. Oh, okay. right, Psychedelic cool. Classic. Yeah, okay. it's a really good record. All right. So that's uh, the next episode after uh, this one. Don't forget, go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH. Uh, become a patron of the show like Mr. Russell Mosky. Yeah. Do it. Yes. All right. Thanks again, uh, Russell. And yes, uh, enjoy, you, everyone. Russell. Enjoy this, whatever's going to happen next. We'll see you guys next week we're out all right so what i want to do is uh...